All right, welcome to another episode of the Arizona Timeless Tours Podcast. holiday music here to start the podcast. I'm going to be straight up with you. I just got done recording this podcast and I listened to the first 10 minutes of it and I'm like, I got to re-record the podcast. I went on a rant at the, the, the like for the first nine minutes of that podcast and uh, I was like, you know, I just needed to get something off my chest and uh, you guys probably didn't need to listen to a nine minute rant. It made me feel better. But uh, I was like, I got to re-record this thing. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about uh, what I said on that nine-minute rant, but we'll we'll cut that down a little bit. But uh, let's jump back into the holiday music. It is the 10th of December of 2021. that down what was the rant that i went on really quick let me do this really quick so i don't make the same mistake i just made five minutes ago it is the 10th of december we just got done remembering december 7th 1941 a few days ago it was the 80th uh yeah it was 80 years ago that we remember the bombing of pearl harbor my grandfather was there uh, he never spoke about it. We never knew that he was there until well after he had passed away in 1990. I was just a like a junior in high school or something like that. And uh, so that kind of sucks because I wish I would have been able to speak to him, whether he would have wanted to speak to a young kid about what happened that day or not. It would have been interesting. Now, you might be able to hear my son in the background. He is doing something in the other room, and he is louder than loud can be. So if you hear that, that's what's going on. Um, so anyhow, what disappointed me that day is I put out a, a TikTok video on a flyover, two flyovers of the at, out at the USS Arizona Memorial Gardens at Salt River Fields that happened on that day. I got out there just in time to see those two flyovers, to see the um, the historic relic that they have on the inside of that memorial. It's called the Boathouse. It was a part of the original USS Arizona Memorial in Hawaii that was put up in 1951. They've got that piece today, and uh, that is on display uh, for uh, everybody to go out there and check out. So I was like, look, a great day to go out there and do a TikTok on this and then post it. But then I didn't realize I was going to get out there in time to see the flybys. And they were extraordinary. And what was even more, you know, I was more happy about is there was like 90 people at this memorial. And I've been to this memorial four times in the last two years since it's been open. I was there on the first day it was opened. And uh, I think there was like four people out there because nobody knew about it. 
So that's another reason for the podcast is to tell everybody, hit the USS Arizona Memorial uh, Gardens at Salt River Fields. Go check it out. It's well worth your time. It's a fantastic memorial. They did a fabulous job, and it's in the same parking lot as the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Colorado Rockies spring training home. It's in that same exact parking lot. A really phenomenal, phenomenal, right by Great Wolf Lodge. And so I posted the video at uh, 7 o'clock in the evening on December 7th. And look, I don't expect my TikTok videos to get hundreds of thousands of views every time I put it out. It's not about that. It's about sharing the history of Arizona with people. But, um, you know, I just did one. We're going to talk about Adamsville today after I'm done with this little rant. And the one on Adamsville has about 15,000 views in like 24, 30 hours whenever I posted it. And so I put this one out there, and I did notice on that day that there wasn't a lot across my social media platforms on the 80th remembrance of Pearl Harbor. There wasn't a lot going on. Now, I know we had a few ceremonies in the Valley, and down at the Wesley Bolin Memorial Plaza, the Arizona Memorial, they had something there. And then at the USS Arizona Memorial Gardens where I was at, they had an awesome ceremony there. But I didn't see a lot of shares across like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and MeWe and the podcasts I listened to. I didn't hear a lot about the 80th remembrance of Pearl Harbor. And it hits close to home, and I remember it every year. I know exactly where my grandfather was at. He came into Pearl Harbor in a submarine after uh, a day after the attacks. And uh, so I always, you know, I think back to this, and I just, I hope... We as a nation don't forget our, our history. And it seems lately we are forgetting our history. That's what I'm seeing is that we are forgetting our history and we're repeating our history because we don't have a clue about it and we're not teaching about it. And that's why I started the Arizona Timeless Tours and across all these social media platforms. We started on YouTube like five years ago and expanded out. That's why I did it, folks, to, to learn history to get the history of Arizona out, uh, whether it was good history or bad history, we have to remember it, learn from it, and move on. We don't need to erase it from our minds, okay? And then some 50 years later, 60 years later, start repeating things again. And uh, we have a lot of unbelievably phenomenal history in this state. Uh, The last five years, what I've discovered about it has been, (laughs) I can't... uh, you know, I didn't realize I would learn this much about the state of Arizona when I when I moved here in 2012. It really is fantastic. Uh, so I just I just wanted to get that off my my chest. I didn't see a lot of a lot of people remembering December 7th, 1941. I didn't see a lot across the social media platforms, especially the ones that I'm on. I can tell when it's like National Hot Dog Day. You know, I have no clue about all these holiday, these these special days that we celebrate in this country, and uh, I can tell when it's hot dog or hamburger or cheeseburger day, but I couldn't tell if I started looking across my my platforms that this was the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. So uh, we need to remember our history, and we need to to bring it to the forefront. We need to remember September 11th so we don't forget. And uh, we just got done celebrating 20 years of that and 80 years of Pearl Harbor. And uh, that's what I want to get out there. 
So I'm going to uh, put on some more little festive music and we're going to kick into what this episode is all about. And we're going to talk about the ghost town of Adamsville that was established in 1866, four miles from the town that I love so much, Florence, Arizona. Bring that down a tad. It's like a country and western Christmas music there. The town of Adamsville, the ghost town of Adamsville. I've known about it for over three years, folks. I've been out there twice, been to the Adamsville Cemetery. That place wigs me out. I will not go back into the Adamsville Cemetery. I'm not a big ghost guy. I'm not a big, you know, but something about that cemetery mm, doesn't sit right. And so I've only been out there once. I did a YouTube video on it. Check it out. But I'm not going back. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me being goofy, I guess. But uh, Adamsville. Let's turn down that music a little bit. Adamsville began in 1866 by a gentleman named Charles S. Adams. He was born in the great state, the Buckeye State, the state of Ohio. A lot of people from Ohio came and settled here. Like, why is Buckeye named Buckeye? Well, it's because some people from Ohio, folks. But, um, yeah, anyhow, it was settled by Charles S. Adams. And it was four miles, just four miles from the beautiful town of Florence, Arizona, that was also established in 1866 by a gentleman named Levi Ruggles. He came here, and he was appointed as an Indian agent in early 1866. And um, so, yeah, Charles Adams filed his declaration statement for Adamsville on June 5th of 1866. And I believe Levi Ruggles did that in February of 1866. So these guys were pretty much close, very close to each other. And they were both laying out new, brand new towns. And uh, nobody was there but them. And uh, the Gila River is running both through Florence and Adamsville. And uh, there's, there was a difference in how these towns got started because it was a, kick-started a lot quicker in Adamsville and not so fast in Florence. Well, why did Levi Ruggles had such a tough time in Florence? Because he was selling 126 plots and Adams decided to give away his plots. And Adams took the four choicest plots, put up his house, his store, and most importantly, he put up a saloon in that town to get it started. And in its heyday, I mean, in the 1870s, it was something else there. Um, it was it was more than I would. I've read a lot about Adamsville, but I did not read this. When it was at its peak, Adamsville had a reputation as one of the wildest, toughest towns in the Arizona Territory. I'm going to read it again. When it was at its peak, Adamsville had a reputation as, a, as one of the wildest, toughest towns in the Arizona history. And that's the 1870s, folks. Established in 1866 and running wild by the mid-1870s. Now, we think of Tombstone, right? The town too tough to die, we all hear about. But if you read a lot of the history and the articles and the first mayor of Tombstone was John Clum and read his book, I don't believe Tombstone is nearly was as tough as it was in Adamsville. 
There were shootouts at Adamsville. They did have gunfights outside of the saloon. They actually had a blood feud taking place in Adamsville in 1877 between two uh, fractions and, and factions, not fractions, but factions. And we'll get into that at another time because it's, it's very interesting who these two groups were and why there was a blood feud um, going on with them back in the 1870s in Adamsville. But Adamsville had it all. Now, let's think. It was, it was started in uh, the middle part of 1866. Let's jump to the 1870 census, and we'll have uh, the 1870 census says we have 400 residents residing in Adamsville. 400. Now, that's way more than I ever thought lived in Adamsville. It got a lot, there's a lot more people going to come live there. But uh, when you go out there now, there's not a lot of ruins to Adamsville. And a lot of the ruins, I believe, are from the early part of the 20th century uh, that are out there. There's only like one adobe wall or adobe building that still stands that I would believe would be from the 1880s or 1890s out there uh, off of Adamsville Road. But... Um, yeah, that town was, uh, again, uh, 400 residents, 160 homes as of 1870 in Adamsville. And again, that place is the wildest, toughest town, one of the wildest, toughest towns in the Arizona Territory. So what happens to Charles Adams? You know, I studied a little bit about the Wickenburg Massacre, 5 November 1871. I want to go out there. They have some graves out in the desert. I'm going to get a buddy. We're going to go out there. It's always better to take two people. It's about six miles off the main road in Wickenburg. And uh, you have the Wickenburg Massacre. You have five of seven people killed. Now, they believe Indians did it. There was a possibility some renegades, some other people did it. But they pinned it on the Indians, of course, right? And uh, that happens 5 uh, November 1871. Now, Adams is on that stagecoach. He's one of those people that died that day. What was he doing on that stagecoach and not in Adamsville? He was going to San Francisco, California to pick up his wife and his daughter and bring them back to the town of Adamsville, named after himself, right? And uh, he does not make it. And uh, that's, you know, in that same year, a post office is established in Adamsville. A lot of stuff happening in uh, in the great uh, town of Adamsville. And it's growing much quicker than Florence. Now, Florence is there today, and I do tours out there. I think Florence is one of the most historical towns in the whole state of Arizona. It definitely is. And uh, book a tour with me at deanb7010 at gmail.com. Tell me when you want to go, what date is good for you, what time. I will meet you out at Florence. There are two separate, um, there is two separate tours. It's $75 a person with a minimum of two people. Uh, for the Florence downtown Florence tour, and then it's a hundred dollars per person with a two minimum again to look at about four ruins that are on the outside of Adamsville, and then we go downtown and we do the regular tour. So it's either a hundred dollars a person or seventy five dollars a person. You get a hold of me at deanb7010 at gmail.com, and we'll book a historic walkthrough of that unbelievable town of Florence, Arizona. Now, again, it's growing up right next to Adamsville, and we can uh, drive out to Adamsville, and I can show you kind of where that's at on the way out of town. Not a lot left of it. Two cemeteries there, though. And again, I don't go anywhere, anywhere around those cemeteries. So, uh, yeah. So, a lot going on uh, in that town, 
a gentleman, uh, you know, when when Adams decides to give this this property away for free, and uh, Levi Ruggles and Florence is selling his his plots. That's why again Adamsville is going quicker, and uh, a gentleman comes in, uh, a William. Uh, I want to remember his name is Pitchard, a William Pitchard. He has a lot of money. He comes into Adamsville and he starts setting up some businesses and he starts the first uh, uh, flour mill uh, in Florence. It burns down after a while. It gets affected by the floods of the Gila River. and uh, But he builds another one. He puts a lot of money into it. And actually, just before uh, Charles Adams leaves for that uh, fateful trip uh, to uh, uh, San Francisco to pick up his family. He turns over the town. He, he gives all of, uh, of 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 the town to that gentleman, uh, and he starts working for him uh, before he leaves for San Francisco. We don't know why he turned over the town like that and gave uh, you know all the assets of the town to this gentleman, but uh, he then owns it for quite some time. And uh, by 1920. This place is already a ghost town. It is. It's been flooded numerous times by the Gila River. I, I really want to say, from everything I studied, by 1900 it was done. People left there, had enough of the flooding, uh, and very few people left, and they end up four miles down the road, living in the great town of Florence, Arizona. But uh, yeah, by 1920 it's become merely a dilapidated row of rooflet or ruth ruthless, not roof roof. Roof, like I'm barking here. Let me say it again. By 1920, it's merely a dilapidated town and a row of roofless houses. You know, no roofs on the house is what I'm trying to tell you. And as of today, there's not much of anything that remains out there of that ghost town. There is a plaque at one end of Adamsville Road that says the ghost town of Adamsville. A lot of people go out there and film, take pictures. It is a it's a pretty cool spot. Uh, to remember. And again, I do this to remember our history here in the great state of Arizona. So if you're ever up in Florence, go to find Florence, uh, go to Adamsville Road, not hard to find when you're downtown Florence, go to a few miles down that road, um, check out the Adamsville ghost town. You can't get onto the property because it's private property, but there is a little dirt road that goes by some of the buildings that still remain today. The water towers on private property, uh, the rest of the mill is on private property, but you can definitely see it off of Adamsville Road. Really, really a cool, cool spot to go and check out. That's going to do it for this episode, folks, of the Arizona Timeless Tours. If you want to help the podcast grow, there's only one way to do it, folks. There is only one way to do it, and that is to rate the podcast and leave a comment to the podcast. I am a speck of sand on all the seashores of all the world of podcasters. So unless you do one of those two things, and I really need you to do both of them, we will remain a very small podcast and not reach as many people. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts and Anchor and Pocket Cast. We're on seven podcasting platforms. But uh, growth has been very slow. So share this podcast with as many people as possible. Get it out there to your friends. Yeah, even to your enemies, maybe. Share the podcast with them. Let's try to grow the Arizona Timeless Tours podcast uh, over the next year. Hopefully this time in 2022, 
we've quadrupled the amount of people that listen to each one of these podcasts. It's greatly appreciated everyone who supports the podcast, who listens to the podcast, who shares the podcast, and all of my other social media platforms. I'll just tell you this right now, 95% of my material gets put on TikTok first, and mostly that's it. We do lives now on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube, you'll see a lot of live shows, but we have a catalog of 240 plus videos from the last four and a half years of traveling 44,000 miles around this state that you might want to check out. It's going to do it. Hope everybody has a safe, safe holiday season. And uh, I'll probably talk to you next. I'll probably talk to you next. Yeah, in 2022. I'll talk to you next next year right take care and stay safe schedule those tours at dnb7010 at gmail.com i'll leave it in the description 